and welcome to Wendy's Words of Wisdom. This week I have the immense pleasure of Juliet Myers joining me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome you. Welcome me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just laughing at Wendy's Words of Wisdom. That yeah. sounds like an alternative thing for www.net or I whatever. I think that's what it, well I think it Wendy's might be. Wendy's Words of Wisdom. <laughs> I just like the words. I mean, there's very rarely any words of wisdom spoken on this thing. We just wang on. That's but, um, right, though. I, I like it. Okay. It's like, and it also sounds like there should be kind of backing singers going, Wendy's. Maybe Rooms. maybe Wendy. Yes. Maybe I can aspire to backing singers. <laughs> Cut to the backing Cut singers. Cut to the backing singers. Yeah, my house band. Yes. Literally <laughs> in the house. That's what I'll aim for. I'll yes. aim for that. If I can get a job where I just don't have to leave the house, that would be brilliant. That would be brilliant. Just broadcast from... Yeah. From your back room. From my back room. Well, tonight I'm doing previews in the uh, in the back garden for Edinburgh. So there's a couple of previews happening in my house so that I don't have to... Because you know how... Um, That's perfect. I don't know if... I mean, if you've been a victim of this, because yeah. in the run-up to Edinburgh, mm. the, the when it's sunny, um, yeah. the previews often, there's no audience and there's comedians there ready to do their new hour show with nobody to listen. I know. And I, I've paid a fortune to hire a room for no one to come to. Oh, really? And it's it's just so depressing. It's hard, though. It's warm. There's football on. I know. You can't All compete against boys in, sh- in shorts. Boys in shorts. <laughs> and, and and I don't know. And there's just other stuff going on in London, I guess. Yeah. Or, and uh, the ambiance. And you're not going to Edinburgh this year? No. So how does that feel? Um, it feels good and bad. Part of me feels like I want to kind of do a, have a, like a little cardboard cutout of myself going, remember me, remember me. <laughs> it feels good because there's no stress, but then, you know, no pain, no gain. Yeah. And I had an idea for a show. Um, and then I just didn't really develop it enough or I, was, I couldn't get the venue I wanted to get. And then mm. I thought, well, you know, there are other lives to be lived. Yeah. It's funny so, how when you're not mm, in Edinburgh, mm, you'd be mm. like, you're like, oh, it's not the centre of the world. No, How it's bizarre. not. It's not. And part of me did promise, though, that I'd do something else that was beneficial to my career oh, okay. or my life. And so far, my list consists of things that I haven't got around to doing, like Guardian Soulmates. Oh, are you going to do that? Um, I think so. Okay. Um, which is interesting, she said in adverted commas, just because... Actually, here's the thing. It's as hard to write the 40 words advertising yourself for the Edinburgh brochure... <laughs> As it is to write the forty words saying, "Well, I'm bright and breezy and fun oh, no. and funny and oh, lovable." No. And did you ever see that Friends where Rachel Rachel was leaving a message on an answering machine and she was like, and Monica had gone, "Just be bright and breezy, just be bright and breezy." So she called up, and was like, "Hi, I'm being bright and breezy." <laughs> no, yes, but it is that that you so don't want to sound, and it's hard, needy. needy, and it's hard because, you know, what what do you say? And also, I've read other people's. And okay. thought there's. And you read them and go, oh, you sound like a wanker. Awful. Wanker-er. Yeah. And oh, then really? you think, well, it's not your fault. You don't know what to say either. But at least I've got the benefit of sort of funny friends. I was going to say funny myself, but that's a <laughs> no, bit. But you're fine. Judge I mean, for yourself. If you're, if you're yes. making a living as a comic, yes, the chances yes. are. Yes. So, um, but, you know. But that's interesting because I find that, that um, with comics. I, who are very good friends of mine, I find mm. out more about their lives on a daily basis when they're on stage mm. Mm. than when we're having a wee chat oh, yeah. because they find yeah. it much easier, don't they? I mean, yes. it's a comic. Oh, absolutely. Bearing yeah. your yeah. soul. Mm. Do you find it easier to bear yes. your soul too? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, it depends who. I mean, sometimes I find I'll have something that's quite interesting to say or that might be quite poignant and I'll say it a few times in a comedy club and it's not funny enough. And so I'm then so terribly embarrassed that I never say it again. Oh, really? And I think that's 
Another reason why I'm not doing Edinburgh because I have stuff to say that's poignant and interesting, I hope, and funny, but mm-hmm. it's not quite funny enough. And so then I think, oh my God, I shouldn't have told you that. But don't you think the danger as a comic is you think it has to have a punchline, where mm. sometimes the way you tell something is just Yes. Funny. This is what I'm trying to get by on. <laughs> <laughs> There's no jokes, but I'm hoping the way I no. tell it is entertaining. But I, th- <laughs> I think it is, though. It is that. Because so often I've said things and then people say, go up, go up there and say it like that. And people said, no, you, you lost all emotion out of it or lost all attitude. Mm-hmm. And so much comedy is attitude. And Well, yeah, you see people with no mm. material and you're like, oh, you're getting a laugh out of that. Yeah. Oh, I know. And you think, how, how have you done that? How did you do that? But they've just, they've just managed to do a funny walk with it or, yeah. or be, or actually that's a bit mean to me, you know, or just stay with the whole kind of fretting about, you know, cause I, people often say, like on Saturday, I had a perfectly nice gig, but then afterwards, one of the comedians did something slight to piss me off. And afterwards, someone went, God, you're funny when you're angry. And I was like, yeah, I probably am funnier when I'm angry because There's I'm aware I'm being pathetic and furious and and all they'd done was slightly overrun. So you're going you're gonna to say that in your soulmate thing? I'm funny when I'm angry. Uh, yes, yes. You're like me. I'm the opposite of the Hulk. Like, <laughs> you're like me when I'm angry. I get really petty. <laughs> I like that though. How, um, so you get 40 words for Guardian. Talk me through Guardian mm. Soulmates. I don't know. Well, there's several things. There's several levels of Guardian Soulmates, right. as far as I can tell. You can just read the guide, the 40 words in the guide, and then... The stages I've got to before is sometimes it says, if you want to hear more, you can ring the number. Okay. And then you hear them. And that's actually, unfortunately, the bit that people aren't good at. So people can say, I'm fun, I do this, I do that. Um, And then you ring and they go, right. Like there was one bloke who particularly went, right. Well, you like the sound of me and my words, yeah? So give me a call, yeah? And it was like, oh no, like you sounded good. And then, but then it, people mm. don't send good across every medium. When you no. see, like, when you see a musician interviewed on, um, yeah. I don't know, on a mm. chat show, you think, yeah. why did they bring them on to talk? Their yeah. medium is clearly music. They yes. can't talk. Yes, I know. Well, I think that's true, and 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 that's what I mean about like you do have to keep in mind that they're not performers. Oh my god! But so then you, get you to think, God, bit, are we going to have spoken to... bit? And then what's spoken the, bit? All singing, dancing, well, bit at the end. And then you can kind of leave a message yourself if you like them. All oh, right, okay. um, but. I've been told that that's the wrong way to go about it by my friends because all you're doing there is you're reacting to other people's adverts and what they say they want. Um, And so I've been told, she's saying as a mantra, I've been told, but I do understand this, is do your own ad, join, pay the money, join and get through to the whole other different level where you leave your own ad because then you're saying what you're looking for. Okay. Um, and I just haven't got round to doing that yet. I think that's interesting. Is that, and is this people who've had success on Guardian Soulmates? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean... But I, surely if you read someone else's um, um, thing and you mm. think they're kind of nice, that's worth... Because there's an element yeah. of compromise in our relationship. I mean, if I... Absolutely. I'm pretty sure yeah. I wouldn't be married to my husband mm. if I, I, I would yeah. have read his thing and gone, oh, what a dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, totally. Or people I mean, I mean, say things. Wrong. He yeah. might have been well, really witty. But also, to be fair, when if you're advertising for someone, you say what your ideal is, and so people will say, "Oh, tall, sexy, funny," you know, must be twenty-four or something. Oh, really? That, well, that's what a lot of them say, and I kind of want to go. I'm none of them, really. But like, twenty-four year olds, not twenty-four. Soulmates? No, 
I don't know if 24 year olds No, the the reason why I say 24 is I found it quite interesting um, is that I've looked at quite a few people's profiles and uh, a lot of people will say that they're 45, 48 Mm -hmm. and then you look at the age range that they're looking for and they're looking for a woman who's 25 to 30 and you think... Oh my God, why so much younger? Um, well, this infuriated me at first, but I think it's because they're the people who've said would like kids. So I think that oh, they're, I, I think I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt there. So and um, how, do you mind me asking how old you are? Uh, I lie about my age, so you oh, can ask, you? but I'll lie. Yeah, oh, which why? is a terrible thing. Why do I lie? Um, I look a bit younger than I am. And I find that the comedy world is a bit judgy. I'm, I'm writing an article about this emo- at the moment. <laughs> I sort of feel at the end oh, really? of the article, I need to give a number. I stay on stage, um, I'm 41 all the time. I'm a bit older than that. But it's bizarre. Yeah. I can it is terrible that I lie. Bizarre. I hate myself for lying. Well, don't hate yourself for lying. No, just but, but it, um, I find it really interesting because um, like you say men look for mm. like women that are younger than them. Mm. And I've got a friend who's 40 and his wife's 28 and nobody mm. bats an eyelid when they mm. get married. Mm. The amount of comments I get because I have the same age gap with my husband well, and he's younger. Exactly. So, and I kind of, I don't feel mm. that, I feel in, in our business, mm. the kind of ages of, you know, sort of amor- mm. amorphic. Is that the right word I for think it? so. You know I mean? Yeah, I think that's true. And that's why I don't really need to I, I i find i think i lie i don't lie i just avoid telling people yeah because a um i think and this is sort of just a slightly more kind of painful truth is um often people will go oh so ooh, not gonna have children oh tiktok tiktok which is, so rude. which is awful but i can't bear dealing with that um I and also i suppose that's a slight yes yeah it's so personal like mm. also I would, I would never, I mean, as, you know, now that I've got three kids, I'm aware mm. how many, and I, I've got friends that have mm. children and I have friends mm. that don't have children, and I'm aware of how many times people may have been pregnant and miscarried yes. well, exactly. or have been through I, how many, how many yeah. rounds of IVF, mm. or maybe I've also got friends who have made the decision not to have children, yeah. and they think mm. there's too many kids mm. in the world, and I totally get that, and I remember mm. holding Isabella when she was first born, mm-hmm. thinking, this is the most selfish thing I've ever done. Because I've never, I didn't have a baby for me, for, mm. for the baby. I had mm. it for me. I wanted yeah. a baby. Well, but I think that's probably par for the course. But, you know, but it's quite you selfish. Yes. You don't yeah. think, yeah. I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to be cleaning up mm. sick. I want to have no sleep. Yeah. I want to feel the actual physical pain of watching someone I love fall over on the gravel and get the bits yeah. of stones in their knees. Mm. And, you know, when that mm. really hurts mm. and you can't get it out. Yeah. And, then, and then watching, you know, what, and at some point there'll be a boy that she's waiting for her to call. And I, mm. when you, you do feel that physical pain and you mm. understand when the assholes are there, because yes. you, you know mm. that you can spot an asshole, mm. you get yeah. the asshole check when you're about 35. That's brilliant. <laughs> but then I don't, I'm going to watch my daughter go through all that. And mm. I did it. Mm. I just kind of yeah. thought, oh, shit. I didn't plan on sitting outside ballet classes and swimming classes no. and all that kind of stuff. So I, I just wanted a baby. Sounds, yeah. Well, no, but I think that that's, I think that is the the order it all happens in. I mean, I have to, I am considering adoption at right. the moment. Um, just because I think it is something I'd like to do, but I would be a single parent and it would be terrifying and it would have to work mm-hmm. as well as possible for me and and the child. Mm-hmm. But, but that the, thing that, about thing, though, child, kids, you know... Whatever's normal. Because yeah. kids don't know, mm. the kids have no idea of what's mm. normal. So mm. if they've got a mum there... That's their mum, that's that, that's yes. normal. I think so. I mean, 
I've thought about it quite long and hard and been along to kind of meetings about adoption. Oh, really? And stuff. And I'm still not in a position to... Um, like, I, I just filled in a, an, an online questionnaire for a, a, a borough in London. And they inundated me with calls oh, saying, really? you know, please come in, please come in. I mean, they do all the proper checks, but, you know, I think that they're quite... They've got so many children oh that they really do need to kind of find them decent homes but some of the kids can be i guess you know it, it's a challenge, More challenging, you know, yeah. i think it's but then you think of all the stringent checks people mm. go through for adoption and then mm. randoms can have babies every day and put them in all kinds well this of is well, this, this is absolutely it that i always think but you know i suppose they've still got to be careful they've yeah, still got to of do course, of course. all of that but it's that kind of thing the merit of wanting to adopt mm. a child should should qualify you for it in the same I way that if you don't so, want to be yeah. a politician you should yeah. be someone i want to vote for yes i guess people i don't know whether people you'd think so because i don't think anyone immediately goes to adoption as as an option i think people go to let's have a relationship yeah. blah 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 um but i guess they need to wheedle out the people i think they need to make people aware of some of the issues. I did a course in art psychotherapy for kids, which mm-hmm. was working with kids with emotional issues and stuff. And um, I only did the first year. A lot of my friends went on to do the full four years and have said to me, God, you've no idea of some of the kind of terrible things we have to see and know about. Oh, really? um, and I think, you know, it, it comes down to, this has all got very serious for a podcast, but, but it comes it down to the wiring funny, of a child. Yeah. yeah, you know, that... In theory, the formative years for a child are the first kind of three years, two yeah. years. Well, there's a thing, the thing in Edinburgh when I was growing up um, that lots of Romanian orphans came over mm. from, from Edinburgh mm. and they integrated mm. really well into their new families and mm. went to school and everything. It was fine. Mm. But then, round about fif- 14, 15, mm. yeah. sort of behavioural difficulties started arising mm. and they were wondering if it was... I mean, I don't know the sort of scientific yes. background, but I know I spending long yeah. periods of time lying in a cot without any human mm. contact yeah. has a real impact on a baby. It does, because you... And again, you know, I'm, I'm butchering the theory of this, which I knew properly at one stage, but it is all about attachment, something called attachment theory, where kids it's hardwired into you almost what kind of person you're going to be at the age of two three or younger because if you're crying in the cot you can often flood I think the babies flood their head with cortisone which is the stress hormone and it means that they might stress more God, I left. I left my brain for a bit. No, no, no. But I don't think we're talking your yeah, level. Yeah. To, you know, <laughs> like I'm going to five more minutes. Yes. And just shut up. Mummy's having yeah. a glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I think you no, know, no, not, not, <laughs> no, <laughs> not orphanage <laughs> levels like, of cortisone. Just sort of yes, stressed out yes, mummy levels of yes. cortisone. Okay, but, you know, just There's often, a cortisone range depending so. on your parenting. I think okay. so, and it might not be. You may get people <laughs> writing in going, "It's not cortisone. Who was that woman?" But there's something comics don't expect our scientific scientific (laughs) theories to be completely accurate you know but there is something you can sort of see it with people i think that thing of that you see people are often needy and you Mm -hmm. think well perhaps i I think it's something like if you were a needy baby um you may not have needed to be picked up the whole time but if you were eventually comforted somehow you're able to self-contain more Mm -hmm. as a teenager 
I am butchering this theory, but there is that where it's so often. I wonder if, um, how think, long old comedians were left lying in their cots. Oh, well, this is the quite thing. A long time. <laughs> to go, and I'm, then there are comedians. We spent days lying on yes, our own cots. Yes. Well, I found it quite interesting. Absolutely, there is something there because you're absolutely right that you think. Well, what's, be too needy. Look at me! Look at me! Laugh at me! Laugh at me! Laugh at me! Yes. And what is comedians' excuse? I don't know. Just, yes, you've picked me up, but I want you to actually yeah. sing. Sing to me, me up damn it. Yes. And one person over there looked at me but didn't pick yeah. me up. And I'm going to direct yeah. the whole conversation to that person. I don't know what it is with comedians. <laughs> I think, yes, you have hit a very good point. <laughs> I want to resurrect whoever it was that wrote this theory and go, yeah. and... Tell us about us, about... because that's all we like to talk about. Just us. I think so, but then, and you'll know about this more than me... Are comedians more needy as people than, like, I think actors are worse, aren't they? Actors almost need to be milked on a regular basis. They need to get the act, they need need to flex their acting muscle. I just kind of feel like, but the the thing that we have that that actors don't have, and I think it's a very freeing thing, is control. Mm, So we're not, I mean, we we can check our, you know, phone our agents and Mm. try and get them to be seen for stuff. Ultimately, we can write a joke and go out and do a gig. Actors yes. just have to sit and wait for the phone to I ring. do. I think it is that, isn't it? I've heard someone else say that, that at least we can take it somewhere. Because I, I, I used to live with an actor, act, a female actor. I like to be politically correct in these things. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to go, actress. And I'm a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> I used to live with this woman who acted. I've now uh, degraded her. A woman uh, of the acting. A woman of the acting persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> but she hadn't worked. I mean, I feel sorry. She was, she was, she was absurdly theatrical, and in lieu of having a part in a play, would create her own drama, and that was just so exhausting. Oh, really? You know, it was just everything had to be a catastrophe. You know, or she'd she'd often say, "Oh my god, you know, there was this guy on the tube," and we looked at each other, and then I looked at him for longer than he looked at me and he looked away and as he got off the tube he looked at me and it could have been amazing and it was probably what could have been one of the most meaningful relationships of my life or, and, or just know, a glance on a tube yes yeah absolutely <laughs> and everything everything had to be oh, like really? that uh, you know it was just, that is quite needy mm. I, mean, I don't know because I think I'm I think I was I was quite needy in my 20s I think I got less so when I got kids and, mm. and also I'll tell you what I do now um having ki- having children with phones is that kid? My, I'll say, do you want to go out for dinner tonight? And uh, to the kids, I texted yeah. them. Mm. I've got the twelve-year-old and the nine-year-old both have phones. I was working mm. in Dublin at the weekend, so I was picking them up on Sunday, and I yep. said, let's go out mm-hmm. for dinner. Mm. Do you fancy going out for dinner somewhere nice, kids? Kiss, 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 kiss. So excited to see you. Kiss, 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 yeah. kiss, kiss, kiss. And I got back, yeah. <laughs> From the nine-year-old. Now I know he loves yeah, me. I know he adores. I'm his yeah. mother. He loves yeah. me. Yeah. But that was it. Yeah. That's kind of. Like, Oh, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. Whereas if that was a guy, I'd be like, well, fuck you. Yes, you know, no, kisses totally. at the end of it. Absolutely. You know, yeah, what, uh, you know, yeah. I don't even, I don't need to know what that means because that means I am but not I interested. Think, but I think it's just, isn't that, is that, I think, that, is that a male thing or is that just, it's part of the mother-child, well. it's the mother-child well. contract then is maybe, it? isn't it? I think of just, be it is, and yeah, have to deal but, with it. Yes, yes, I think so. <laughs> Okay, cool. They're like you do the work. We appreciate it. We see it, but we're not. We don't need to. I don't yeah. know. It's really fun because I remember like reading. I've, I read parenting books, obviously, because mm. I'm, I'm, I, I, I live in fear of that moment. And you know, when you adopt or whatever, whatever mm. you end mm. up doing, you'll mm. know. 
um, that there's one thing my mum said, you know, there's a few things I remember my mum saying to me, which cut me to the core I was, as I was growing up. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I wonder if I've said something like that, that I think of as fairly innocuous. Oh, yeah. That my daughter's carrying around going, when I was 10, my mother once said to me, you know what I mean? Probably. <laughs> probably said it <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I should have gone, no, probably. No, no, but no, I'm I think, sure I have. I think it's unavoidable, but I think it's, I think it's in the context of, I think if it's just one or two things, it doesn't matter. I think it's when it all builds up or it's yeah. part of a bigger problem. Whereas, yes, you know, I'm sure she will say something like, I remember when my mum said that and I, I didn't want her to say that. I think that's yeah. normal, but it's, so you're it's generally, with, yeah. there's something called good enough in terms of parenting, I think. And and I think that you're way beyond good enough. You're well, there's, there's, a, there's a book good. I read that said... Um, that said, to make somebody feel loved and valued, mm. all you have to do is listen to them. I think that's true. And I think that is yeah. true, but I can't fucking tell you how, long, how much kids talk. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh. I, oh, I tune in and tune out and they're still going and it'll be something minor about Minecraft oh. with the boy or the girl will be talking me through what happened on this week's Cake Boss. Yeah. And I do want to make her feel valued, but mm. ultimately I have a boredom threshold when it comes to fondant on a cake in New York. <laughs> That's... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what of, you have mean. Have you even heard of Cake yeah. Boss? I have heard of Cake Boss. Oh he's, he's scary. Have you seen Cake Boss? I've been subjected to Cake Boss. My daughter watches everything on TLC. She loves oh, it. Okay. I have to limit the amount of TV watching that happens. I mean, it is like... I find it remarkable because it really is like an Italian family... And and it's like he'll kind of go. We've been given this impossible task. We've got to build a railroad out of Victoria Sponge. It wouldn't it wouldn't be yeah. Victoria Sponge because it's America. Um, and and then they'll they'll spend ages putting it together. And I do always think it's quite impressive. But then there is the kind of really like, is this story. We, why are we well, watching then, this for so I, long? I'm doing a sitcom at the minute, and mm. I'm, the producer. I'm writing one, mm. and the, that's my, the international site. Sorry, that's really that's working really well on the podcast. Me yeah. writing. Um, <laughs> And they, he emailed me back going, I'm not sure the stakes are high enough for this character. You need to sort of up the stakes. And I was kind of thinking, mm. people watch fucking TV shows about cakes and about little girls, you know, mm. wanting to be beauty queens. And the stakes aren't high enough for something that I've, you know, written from yes. nothing. Yeah. And it's not... That's interesting, isn't it? I, but I think that is... Um, I'm astounded at what people watch. Like, I, I, I saw someone had written the other day on Facebook... Um, uh, comedian Queen McDonald was written, but I, I'd been saying something similar a few days before. Was, can we have something that has actors in that some someone's yeah, actually written rather than just watching? Isn't it? Is that what it, it's expensive? So just watch people make a cake. Yeah, can you or, imagine? Or watch people being rejected, and I suppose that's the stakes in that, that's isn't horrible. it? That, that to me, it's such a judgy society that we live in. But people can't get enough of it. Beauty queens, cakes. Like, I mean, I have to admit, I watched a little bit of Bake Off not much but right. I watched a bit but, My, Isabella know. loves that mm. she loves all that kind of stuff and um, do you bake with her? do you bake with her? I used to bake with her quite mm. a lot I remember doing this thing was like somebody was te- one of my friends was teasing me for having a cleaner and I was like I had a cleaner flip and because purely because it let me do things like it's good but, mm-hmm. but time wise mm. I mean mm. I feel like we live in this, we're in the society that have got all these time saving things but we never have any time there's no, no. time for anything no no and everything takes much shorter. Like, I'm sure my grandmother mm. spent all day washing the sheets in the house, whereas I can whack them in the washing machine. Oh, I'm exactly. So boring. But I'm, there's the other boring stuff. Mo- I'm the most boring woman known to man. No. <laughs> Talking about washing sheets in a podcast. <laughs> no, 
there's, there's a bit of my comedy routine that's about washing sheets. Oh, really? And uh, it always makes me laugh because um, it, it, it's about me emptying the washing machine and um, it, it, just for the purposes of the listeners, um, it's about me em- emptying a big load of washing and I say that when I'm pulling it all out past a big rubber ringy thing, uh-huh. I pretend I'm delivering a baby calf. Oh, um, So I like it's sort that. of about that, which is quite sweet, I guess. Um, but it makes me laugh that there's there's uh, Robert White, uh, other comedian, always says, and you're a feminist talking about washing. And it's like, well, because what do you, I haven't got anyone else to do it for me. Like, no one's tyrannising me well, into so feminism doing feminism means you can't wash stuff. Is that what yeah, feminism, no. I had no idea. I think he just thinks yeah. that I'm sort of, I, it's not like I'm saying we must all, um, only think about washing but i think it's, it's extraordinary like the, the amount of time someone will see you and you're a feminist and i oh, think yeah. oh fuck off but people don't i th- i find this though that feminist is such a people i don't think people understand what it is some people just hear hate men hate men hate men um and some people seem to think it means that you you just don't participate in doing anything that women uh, should that do a woman yeah and it, you sort of go i'm, I'm talking about because I just want to be on the same level as everyone else. Yes. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that means I can talk about football. Or I did a podcast, a like, uh, radio show last week in, in um, Dublin, and it was me and um, a comedian, a, 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 an Australian comedian mm-hmm. called Damien Clark. Do you know Damien? I love Damien. Mm-hmm. Brilliant Damien Clark. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting next to each other, and it was a, mm-hmm. an Irish radio show, and the guy, and it was a sports show, and the guy yep. said, so Damien, are you following the football? And Damien said, no, not really. And then he went, right. Oh. So, and I went, uh, <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm following the football. But I thought it was really mm. interesting. That, that it's is like, just that total assumption. So, Wendy, have you been shopping? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. But but people do do that. And, and I think it is that, that when you point that out to them, they think you're being trivial. But it is quite a big thing about what a woman is allowed to be or enjoy is still so narrow. And, and in fact... It's perpetuated by a lot of women. I'm trying to write a thing at the moment about how much I hate rom-coms. And what's so awful is they're all written by women. Aren't they? You just think, oh my but God. But I think, I don't know, I, the thing with the rom-coms, I have a theory about that though, because mm-hmm. um, the ones written by women, I wonder if that's the foot in the door so that we can kick it open in a bit. My, my, that's oh, what I okay. hope. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair enough. If that's what they're doing, I wish uh, they maybe, would stop you know, it. Maybe not, yeah, but maybe because yeah. like, there was lots of t- there's yeah. a long time when women didn't get to write films. Okay, so maybe it's that. Do you not think? Maybe I hope so. I mean, That's that, a nice. Efron, she like. Well, I was about to say because when Harry met Sally is uh, is a rom com, but it's absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. Whereas I've because I've been trying to write this thing, I've watched Must Love Dogs. Oh really? Um, I'm going to write these down. Heavy bag, something baggage, which is the worst. Um, and in all of them, the woman is mad. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mad to the point of hysterical. You I know, don't get it why they said the word. But and boys, like, the amount of times if I've, I've ever gone out with someone who's low, my ex girlfriend was mad. I'm like, do you know what? I've kind of gone off you now because. Yeah. yeah. I tell you what, I find what mm. I don't think women are mad. That's no. what I find so bizarre when men mm. say women are mad mm. and men do all that sort of pawing, cuddling, lovely, oh, kissy, kissy mm. thing to get you into bed, mm. and then and are then, as cold as ice after you've. Yeah, because they're them. like, you're mad. I only listen. Yeah, to, yeah. I only listen to get you into bed. And you're like, that's that's <laughs> mad behavior. Yes. Yeah. Sort of no, no, liking totally. you and telling you I like you and texting mm. you isn't mad behaviour. That's, no. you know, me I saying, know. I like you. 
Absolutely. Uh, Simon Munnery's got a lovely line about that, hasn't he? Something about, God, loads of you talk shit. Unless you're a woman, in which case, please carry on. It's charming. <laughs> in a real Simon Munnery told me I was too pretty to be a stand-up. That's kind of like, oh. <laughs> is like, I'm really kidding, I'm really kidding. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that was a, that, that's a comedian that's version of being nice to you. Yeah, I feel like, for the, again, for the benefit of listeners, my eyebrows are now meeting in the middle yeah. in bemusement. It's bizarre. But then I don't know, sometimes comics will be like, I'll say random things. And of course, do, comics just... are so socially awkward, you're like, is that... That's a, co- oh, no. is that a compliment. Is that a compliment? It might. I think, well, I think it is a compliment. <laughs> or is it like one it... of those the game things? You know how that that yeah. bit, the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you heard about that? I've heard about it. I I don't know much about it. It's the premise tactics, seems to be: be rude to a woman, oh, and then she's grateful for it when you're nice to her. And there are people. Oh, Stephen knows this guy. My husband mm-hmm. knows this guy who sort of does workshops on the game. Oh my god! And if you're rude to women who are beautiful, they don't. They, men are normally nice to her, so she's all, she's baffled yeah. when you're rude to her. So she's more susceptible to the game. Well, I mean that's like how weird. Like who's weird? I mean the thing I find is like so what? So you're just totally you are literally playing a game yeah. of like pulling pigtails. Yeah, and like why? Like, why not just be yourself? I mean, my theory is, what do these men look like? Because I always find it interesting how, like, um, I was looking at a book recently of quite famous people and funny things that they'd said. And I thought it was quite interesting how quite the most unattractive person in the book was the only person that said something disparaging about someone else's looks. Oh, really? And I thought, oh, okay, so... If you're good looking yourself, you're secure enough to not need to put anyone else down. It's the same as I often find some of the nicest stand-ups are the ones that are the best. Yeah. Because they're secure. Yeah. Um, and maybe the game is, it's ugly, ugly just... men needing to find ways <laughs> of... Possibly, yeah. What I think is funny about the game is that as female stand-ups, we wouldn't notice if anyone was rude to us. <laughs> my work colleagues are permanently rude to me. <laughs> And I and I and it's banter. Yes, you know it's banter. I know, and it's fine. I would be like, oh, it? I'm really offended by that. I'd be like, oh, coffee cup. No, I know. But, you know, we wouldn't notice really. I, I don't, don't think, think I'd notice. Although, I think I don't know really. I mean, like, because I always think what's nice about comedy is that thing of we are all just sort of idiots together. Um, kind of insulting each each other, and half the time it is just it is just banter. Mm-hmm. I think at times. There's sort of a slightly more passive aggressive thing going on, but most of the time it is just sort of supportive madness, mm-hmm. isn't it? I think. I think so. I think. What's your favourite thing about being comic? Oh my god! Oh, I can't think. Can't um, think. Do you mind I, just think, I've just thrown a question out there. Yeah, um, I think. I don't know because I think it's changed over the years. I mean, I, I'm I'm the cliche. I was the class clown. Were you? Uh, yeah, all of that. I used to do impressions with the teachers. Would think of funny comebacks. Um, and stuff and then I think then I was the office clown which meant that I was probably a pain in the arse um, you know, like, Jeffrey Julia, she's a bit yeah. wacky yes one of them. yeah well, when, what was also, your office that you worked in oh I worked in publishing 
Oh, um, really? I, what... I worked in teenage publishing, so nothing glamorous. Teenage publishing? Teenage publishing. It's quite a niche market. What, what... It is. Um, what it was, was um, it was sort of a bit educationally, all it was really was magazines for kids learning languages around the world, but who want to read teenage magazines, but in slightly easier... Easier English or easier Spanish. Oh, so they so they're reading what they like, but they're learning a language at the same time. That's really interesting. Max, my mm. little boy, mm. my little child, was um I thought he was really slow at reading and he was reading mm. all the spot the dog mm. stuff and, mm. and I was kinda of like mm. and he was he just wasn't connecting and I was like, Is this really hard for you, but baby, is this mm. really difficult for you? And he was mm. like, Nah, it's just boring. Yeah. So he just wasn't mm. it wasn't that he couldn't do it, he just didn't want to because it was dull. So as soon as yeah. we got him books on facts and the Guinness Book of Records, mm. and his it. reading just flew because yeah. it was something he was interested in. That's good. That's that's really good. And that's the thing, that's what these the whole point of these magazines was, was rather than them learning sort of the equivalent of like this is Paul. He is staying with his friends in St Albans. It was stuff about, I mean, because I did stuff in Spanish as well, so it's stuff about Shakira and motocross and oh, cool. um, NASCAR racing because it was for America and um, and That's sort of funny then. and problem pages, you know, photo stories, but in... But I love in, a problem page. A teenage problem, problem page must have been brilliant. But the, my favourite bit actually was photo stories, but like, but partly because what made me laugh was, A, like I'd write them and then it would always be a dilemma at the end of like, oh no, Paul has stolen the cardigan, <laughs> but he's given it to his girlfriend and she knows she's he's stolen it. So does she keep it or does she does she dob him in kind of thing? And it would be like, dun, dun, dun. And of course, and, in nowadays, it'd be like, to, to keep it, text this number and yes. we'll make money off that. But to yes. give it back, this Which number. Which would be, oh, I wish I'd thought of that. Well, we didn't have it at the time, but yeah. Um, There's always a money-making spin at the end of everything now. It yeah. Really oh no, me. totally. Remember when we used to live in a society and care about people. Oh no, no, none of that anymore. <laughs> no, just, yes. put a text number in the end of it. We'll all make some money. I know. Is there a plug at the end of this podcast? Do you know what I, mean? like, I know. But no, and that—that's what the job was. But like, what always made me laugh was bless. We'd use this school, and you know, I'd say, well, we're looking for, and it was tricky because you don't want to kind of stereotype kids or give them a complex but mm-hmm. I'd be like well you know the story sort of involves a wimp a hunk and <laughs> and and a girl that they're both in love with and bless the school what they'd always do would be like well James never gets picked for anything so can oh. he be the hunk and because I wanted to be politically correct I'd be like Yes, of course he can be the hunk. And then we'd get letters in from Portugal going, oh, as if. Oh, really? <laughs> Complaining like, about the hunk. Yes. Bloody Portugal, what are they like? That's typically <laughs> Portuguese, isn't it? Damn Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't happy with the hunk. I know. But it was me kind of going, I can't do it. Because I'd sort of go, which There's one of you is politics all the way James? back, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> James would be And the auditions for the hunk, uh-huh. oh, of course it's you, there you go. And I just, because I couldn't say to the school, you know, I just, I couldn't, you know, I'd say, I'll leave it to you, but you know, we need a hunk. And But they, bless them, would be like, well... James doesn't get picked for anything, so can he be the hunk? And, and well, because maybe if James I wanted to worked be... out more, he'd get paid for the hunk more often. <laughs> oh, James, come on, James, 11. put some effort into it. But I'd say yes, of course he can. <laughs> but knowing, you know, and everyone would come back to me and go, um, you know, like everyone's in love with this character in this photo story, and I'd be like, yes, what of it? And they'd be like, well. Doesn't have credibility, and I'd be like, "Well, it's educational." Maybe you had a really nice personality. <laughs> exactly. 
That's really funny. But that's what I did. And I, but I was sort of the office clown. So you just dick and about at work? I just dicked about. Um, um, and then I just... That thing of... It was fun. I think I did it in the office because I was bored. But then I think, to finally answer your question, I guess making a room full of people agree and laugh at something you've said is intoxicating. It's quite high, um, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. And, you know, whereas... A lot of my friends are like, um, well, we're working on a cancer vaccine, or not vaccine, but, you know, we're working, my nephew, in fact, uh, this makes me feel old, is working on, he's he's doing a a PhD in uh, finding anti-cancer drugs. Oh, wow. And I always feel like I go around there and um, I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to write something funny about, you know... (laughs) Well, everyone says uh, laughter is the best medicine. Yes. I feel like cure cancer <laughs> yes. somewhere along the line. So yes, I'll be like, that's hello. A mild yes. dose of HPV, I don't know. <laughs> We're doing what we can Maybe for cancer. <laughs> Just going, yeah, have this Morecambe and Wise yeah. DVD. <laughs> Vaccines are all very well, Juliet, yes. but laughter is the best medicine. Absolutely. I think we all know that. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, there's this placebo of Mrs. Brown's boys. <laughs> well, do you hear what um, Brendan O'Carroll did at the weekend? No. So, Mrs. Brown's boy, he was sit- sitting in for someone. Brendan O'Carroll is a gentleman from Mrs. Brown's boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I ha- do you know what? I haven't watched it because the idea of a, a man dressed up as a woman doesn't really appeal to me. I'm sure it's... Maybe yeah. I should watch it and be proved wrong or right. I've, or... I've watched it just to be appalled. And is it, did you find it appalling? Um, I just found it so dated. Well, the jokes are so old. And, and it's sort of like with all men dressing up as women, it's... It's sort of sweet, but it's also just a bit offensive. And it's God, is that really what you think we all look like? But it's yeah. so old-fashioned, you know. It's it's sort of it's not for jokes. you or me. It's for kind of. Was it Mary Beard who's got that new thing about comedy in the room, in Roman times, and she's seeing some of the jokes that we laugh at now were used back then. I'm sure and they were. Kind of yeah. like, mm. I'm sure that's interesting. Jokes isn't it? are historical, and yeah. I'm sure somebody I can't I, I can't quote this because I can't remember the exact details of the joke, but. It was somebody made a, quite a recent joke, and she said that's mm-hmm. a joke from Roman times, which is amazing. Yeah, like, what but were I mean, they talking about? Were they like, oh, you know what it's well, like when you? I think if they're coming up with theorem, like Pythagoras theorem and all that kind of stuff, they must have had time to cut, put the odd, construct the odd decent joke. I suppose they so. Probably had I a guess formula maybe for it. they did. Yes, maybe they did. How well, bizarre! I'm trying to think isn't, of is, isn't Roman; it's Greek, isn't it? I think so, but you, you know, know what I mean. mean. That I know what you mean. Something like you know, were they like, hey, this Caesar salad yeah. doesn't contain croutons? Where's the stamp? <laughs> just like you know what it's like when right someone doesn't yeah, you know what it's like when you're Christian and you get thrown to the lions like, yeah bad Tuesday that was yeah, like, jokes for Romans let's work on that that can be our, our, our new show for Edinburgh jokes for Rome. that's bizarre but I suppose there is that formula though isn't there of that thing of sort of pull back and reveal or, or all those other things i guess there is but i wonder if there was a comedy mathematician who's um, figured it out figured it all out and what you have to do probably It'd be funny if it turns out to be someone like michael McIntyre. he's got an actual theory written yes. down went, Da-da, <laughs> shoes shoes yes. <laughs> the man just draw. say it four times ten and then, and then, yes. and then people laugh <laughs> it's true though it's probably something i think Stuart lee has said something like repetition is funny so maybe you know maybe it is all in there that the Romans were like, we'll say this 
several yeah. times. I think something else. The Romans. Three. <laughs> yeah. Spartacus. 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 No, I am Spartacus. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I am Spartacus. No, I. It'd be a brilliant. Re- yeah. Who knows? But yeah, that's interesting. We. Mrs. What, what, Mrs. Brown's boys. Mrs. Brown's yes. Boys, mm. As Brendan O'Carroll was sitting in a radio show. Mm-hmm. In Dublin this weekend, and a guy called up and said it was about a trust who helps people who are suffering after the sort of Celtic Tiger financial spike yeah. in, mm-hmm. in Ireland yeah. and then mm-hmm. the, cla- the subsequent collapse. And mm-hmm. it was a guy who's 61, he's got three kids, um, he had a business and he invested, he did really well, invested lots of money in property, and then the crash came and he had no money, mm-hmm. nothing. And he has three kids. The eldest kid wow. is onto something that they might be poor, but the others don't really know it yet. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and this guy got quite teary, and mm. and he sounded like a big, strong sort of family provider. And, yeah. and he was saying, you know, mm-hmm. this charity had been amazing for us. We'd be out in the, on our, you know, mm-hmm. be on the streets. I don't know where he said. I don't know where we'd be. I don't know where the family would be. We'd have to sort of split the family up. And yeah. And um, Brendan O'Carroll said, so you know, and and but the guy said, you know, and I have got a business idea. If I could get, you know, I'm trying to get the money together to do this business and I know that it would work and Brendan McCarthy well don't say what it is you know mm. and uh, uh, he said have you gone to the banks for it he's like yeah but it's difficult because I lost all my money in the crash yeah. but you know if I could yeah. get it to, I mean, I'm sure one day I'll get it together and Brendan McCarthy went how much do you need oh, and he said I'm going to cry he said 30 grand and the guy he went right I've got a film out um, it's going to make me a lot oh. of money I'll give you it and this man and his oh, wife just started crying what a lovely man well that doesn't surprise I mean, it's it does surprise me because that's an amazing thing to do. But a yeah, what a lovely man, and b I suppose it's like I don't find Mrs. Brown's boys very yeah. funny. But that guy has grafted somewhere and put in the time, yeah. and probably knows what it's like to struggle. Um, and I think that's what you know. You kind of go yeah. It's, Horrible saying, comedy, but lovely yeah. man. And, you know, worked hard, so probably knows. Yeah. What an well, amazing he was, thing he to was do. saying that um, people would say, you know, he'd get offered 25 quid for a, a gig, and people were like, mm. oh, 25 quid. And he'd go, well, I'd go, 25 quid. Well, that that's, you know, that's probably a meal for Thursday yeah. and Friday sorted if I if I do that gig. So, yeah, I'm go- I'll, I'll it's do true, it. It's true, though. It. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, when you, when you are skin, I mean, mm. when I was on my own with the kids, mm. um, I was a single mum with two, mm. and there was times when I was kind of like, I need yeah. to do. I, I need to do that gig. Yes, it's twenty five well, quid, but I need to yeah. do that gig, and that's it. So you know, good on, good on. What's it, I always think, I always want to call him Brendan O'Carroll. Isn't it is Brendan it, O'Carroll? Is it, it is. Brendan O'Carroll or Brendan? Car- yeah, it is Brendan O'Carroll, isn't it? I think it? it's Brendan O'Carroll. So good on him. That's really sweet. Astonishing, isn't it? It is astonishing. I, I hope the bloke wasn't like afterwards was like, yeah. And my idea is, yeah, <laughs> but also, like, you know, he never said actually what his idea. What I love yeah. afterwards, he went. So what is your idea? And he yeah. went. Oh, it's um... and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and for that reason, what is I'm it? Out. <laughs> it's like, you know, think when people go, I've got a brilliant <laughs> idea, and then you sort of, or sometimes I've had a few ideas for things that I've thought that would be genius, and then the minute I've said it to people, they've gone, yeah, but what about the copyright for that? And I've gone, oh yeah, yeah. oh damn, I've been banking on that. For quite a while. <laughs> Back to the drawing board. <laughs> My mum called me up with a brilliant idea, Wendy. It's an amazing idea. It's amazing. We're going to make a fortune. You and me, we're going to go into business. All right. Mum, what is it? Dog pizzas. <laughs> That's what? brilliant. Just that people love their dogs. I'm like, oh my god, dog pizzas. That's amazing. You heard it here first. It's going to be huge. I love that though, because like, I'm intrigued. Because what's on a dog? Because like, having spent the past week yeah. with the dog, or just he'll pizzas. have a normal pizza. Yeah, they'll just have anything. They'll have anything. Dog with pizzas. Pe- yeah. dog so pizzas. it's just got. It doesn't need because it is that they don't need. 
you know, they'll eat anything. I mean, perhaps they don't like jalapenos. The, the or famously something, picky like... dogs. Yes, yes, those dogs. <laughs> exactly. Like... Can I have my pizza without any gherkins on yes. it? I can't. They just, make me, they just repeat on me. Absolutely. It's just so bizarre. That's brilliant, though. Yeah. Because also, what would you do? Would you order a pizza? And then you'd be like, can we have one we want one for, we want a gluten free one yeah. for us and then we want one for the dog yeah, with yeah for us and we've got a whippet and you know how how, te- how tender oh, whippet no tummies carbs, are no, no carbs. carbs and a whippet <laughs> just the cheese and the tomato please for the whippet I love that though that's <laughs> but I just love that though because I, I don't think I've only ever had one or two ideas that I've thought I think that's what was your idea that you thought was um, well one of them <coughs> was um that, you know how you get karaoke? Uh, as I'm saying this, I'm going, oh, yeah, it's not very good. Um, I always think, because people, people love a bit of drama, mm-hmm. and the wedding industry is also massive. Um, and I'd often I'd often wondered if you could get, rather than sort of karaoke, and we get those pictures of wedding couples dressed up as sort of movie stars. Mm-hmm. I thought, couldn't you do it so that you actually, it would cost a lot, but you actually kind of dressed them up and then they acted out a scene like from their favourite romantic movie. Right. And so then they just had film that karaoke. Film karaoke, basically, but specifically for weddings, um, or specifically kind of for special occasions or something, and it can be personalised a bit. Okay. Um, and that was it basically. And for years, I thought there's money in them, their hills. And then someone said, "A, if this is from famous films, it's not your copyrights." And then someone said, I don't know, just it's flawed. Yeah. It's flawed it's as an flawed idea. Somewhere. It's flawed. It's quite flawed, I think. Do you remember um, there was a big business? Like, I remember in the maybe the late 80s, early 90s, there was a big thing about having celebrities leave answering missing messages for you. Oh, so yes. So you could record us, be like, you know, hi, yes. this is. Yeah. Hi, this is, I don't know, Angelina mm. Jolie. Please leave a message mm. for Wendy after the tone. Yes. And yeah. you're, you know, and it was like yeah. sound alikes doing that. And yes. it, was, it was a bit, you could, you'd pay. Yeah. Because that seemed, yes, because I guess all of that was, I think that whole phenomenon of kind of, it's weird, isn't it? Because you think, <laughs> why, why didn't they think of that sooner? But yes, big, because anything to do with celebrity. Anything that makes... Boom, didn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like That's anyone's going to believe that Angelina Jolie's left them an answering machine. Do you know what I mean? I know, I know. That's so, but weird, a friend it? of mine, my um, my mate's dad uh, used to work for Guinness in the eighties, mm-hmm. and um, talking of not being able to like of of, find, of crap ideas not going well. <laughs> um, he was asked if he wanted to invest in a bottled water company in the early eighties, I think it was, and he was like, "Bottled water? I'll never catch on." <laughs> oh bless! Well, I because you never, I, no. I don't remember bottled water when I was growing up. No, well, because you did think, well, it comes out the taps. And it is. I mean, I think, I think I could be proved wrong, but I, I'm sure I've seen stuff that said it is a load of crap because unless you live somewhere with terrible water, tap water's fine. Yeah. And by the time the plastic bottles have leaked all their toxins in, and and you need oil but, to make the plastic and, to yeah. carry the water. So yeah. essentially, what they've done there Absolutely. is they found a way to make you buy oil by selling yes. you water. Absolutely. And it's so. Um, I'm haunted by the fact I. I was recently hanging out with a friend of mine who's kind of absurdly eco-aware. Oh, really? And um, and, she, and I kept buying bottles of water, um, and she kept scowling at me, and then I kept buying cups of coffee and stuff, and she was like, do you know what your, how many of those you've got through this week and your environmental impact? Um, oh, God, really? And I was like, oh, bollocks. I did try and buy a kind of 
a water, she went buy yourself a water bottle and a coffee a coffee holder yeah. so go to so i wouldn't go to starbucks anyway but go to wherever and say so just fill up my thing but i was like oh really i mean i will get around to doing it do you actively right. avoid starbucks um i do but for two i mean there is all this thing about the tax um but which is would be my primary reason but i also actually think that they they smell funny they, they smell, smell funny. funny. I always think they smell funny. <laughs> so it's not a moral reason that you don't. Well, go to it is Starbucks. a moral reason, but it's they also it helps that they, they smell, smell funny. Of no, they don't seem to like. They they seem to smell of sort of. There's something that they clearly use in all Starbucks around the world that they smell the sort of funny. I don't know, sort of plastic hamster smell. Plastic I hamster. <laughs> That's a very specific fragrance. <laughs> I must check my hamster, plastic hamster collection and have a sniff. If, <laughs> if a plastic bottle and a hamster had a child, that's it what would it would smell. be. Like, I used to love the smell of my tiny tears on Christmas morning. You know, like sort of that new plastic. Yes, that, new plastic I sometimes quite like. That. But Starb, oh yeah, or car seats. Car, car seats. seats. Love. Love the smell of car yeah, seats. I've got thing. a friend who went as um, cabin crew for an airline. And when he goes mm-hmm. to certain places abroad, if he'd like to... Um, um, let's say hook up with yeah. a member of his own sex. Mm-hmm. He would head to a Starbucks in really? various locations throughout oh, okay. the world. That that's good. Damn them! <laughs> See, they've cornered that market, haven't they? Bastards! Mind you, I've heard I've heard about the weekend about um I, I've heard about it before, but Tinder. Yeah. I didn't know the sort of philosophy behind Tinder that you take a photograph and you swipe left. Yes, yes. You swipe left yes. if you don't like the person, yes. and right if you yes. like. Yes, yeah. And last time I was in Dublin, I introduced Dublin. I introduced mm-hmm. a friend to another friend, and what I didn't realise was that Ooh. he'd swiped right on twin on Tinder on her, and oh. she'd swiped left, left and they hadn't him. seen each other <gasps> since. Wow, God, that's because I, I know after they'd met though. That's oh, after they'd met. Oh she didn't recognise his photograph. I was just like, no. Oh, my God. Because I've never been on Tinder. Right. But, like, it does seem to me that it's all incredibly quick, that you just go, yes, no, yes, 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 no, kind Which of Which is sort of the opposite, the polar yeah. opposite of Guardian Soulmates, mm. I guess, Absolutely. where you put so much time and thought. Yes, and... and that's it, that to me I kind of need to kind of look at them and kind of know more about them mm. and... And stuff. I should do it. I've been talking about doing it for ages. I need to do it. Because a friend of mine met her husband mm. on a website like mm. that, and they mm. um, were very. Spe- she was very specific about what she wanted, and she wanted children. And, mm. and in fact, they're they're looking into adopting now. But they mm. had like rules that like you're not. They didn't mm. want to text each other. They didn't text each other in the relationship for the first six months because really? text can be misconstrued and that kind of stuff. Which is true, but gosh, that's and they quite. Didn't know um, each other well enough, and yeah, they laid down all quite... these guidelines, and I was kind of like, oh my god. I'm so lucky I just got drunk and bumped into <laughs> Well, I think, because it's tricky that, because I sort of think that thing of setting boundaries that you want to set is quite good, but how the hell do you, to have given it that much thought that texts could be... Well, maybe if you take texts the wrong way or, you know... Or something. One of them, I always think that sounds like one of them might have... Because, like, that's a very random... Do you think we we've had a few arguments over text because I'll think he means one thing and he'll Mm. mean another and it's kind of like maybe you know one of you's in like short of time you just text back okay or whatever and you'll Mm. you know then you'll get are you annoyed with me text well I suppose there is that because exactly as we've been saying that thing if you write something I think we must have all done that that one of us has written something that they think is funny and loving and and then the other person then the other person just goes fine and you think oh. 
Oh, okay. Take... <laughs> Have I said something? But then I do that. Mm. I make comments on people's Facebook photographs and think I'm hilarious and then realise that um, I'd be offensive. <laughs> I've got a friend like, who's joined... What? what have you written? What did I write? Oh, yeah, my friend who's... A friend of ours who's joined the REF put that mm. picture up. Of, like, you know how all soldiers, when they graduate or come mm. out, or mm. I don't know what it's called. Come out. When there was so, this yes. sort of step... There's a Pulse sort of passing out. There yeah. you go. I've yeah. done that before as well. Um... <laughs> They get their photograph of them, like, in yeah, the woods yeah, yeah. holding a, a gun. Mm, yes. And I put the photograph up on Facebook and I was like, are you dead already? Thinking oh, I was no. hilarious because whenever a soldier dies, the photograph yes, they, they put that. up is yeah, that yeah, photograph yeah. in the woods. Yeah. Oh, so I was laughing God. and Stephen came on and was like, take that down, that's horrible. And I was like, I'm being funny, I'm only I joking. I know. And it is that. It's like, <laughs> if you said that face no. to face, it would be fine. But people kind of... Yeah, of course his mum must, you know... Yes. Might have read it and it's insensitive. It's tricky though, isn't it? To, like, <laughs> oh god! Well, that's the whole minefield of Facebook, though, isn't it? Like, I'm trying to wean myself off Facebook because I... I want it too much. And it is that thing of just going, why? Why am I? Sometimes I start to enter some debate with someone, and I think I don't know you, and I'm not going to change your mind, and I should be writing jokes. Yeah. And so, why am I about to enter into? some discussion with you about um i don't know you know drivers versus cyclists or something oh so i just but there it. seem to be people who just i mean i don't get greatly offended by things i don't think i mean there's like if someone's mm. sexist i'll be like i oh, don't do that mm. you know mm. but mm. i understand that I, as a woman i'm not going to change sexism it's going to have to be yeah. if there's a room full of guys and somebody says mm. something sexist, it's going to mm. have to be them that go, hang on, I'm not cool with that. Yeah. In the same yeah. way that yeah. racism th- is getting yeah. lessened because, mm. you know, a group of white people will say, mm. I don't talk like that when yeah, there's not yeah, a black yeah. person present. Yes. Yeah. Whereas it doesn't happen if yeah. there's not a woman present because mm. guys don't want to be that guy mm. that's going, yeah. oh, can you not be sexist? Yes. Because then yeah, he feels yeah, like yeah. a wanker. Mm. Mm. Um, but I, I don't get greatly offended. So it always astonishes me to see people up mm. in arms about... I think like, even that whole... Yeah. That, um, Dolly Parton miming oh, at yeah. Glastonbury, and there was everyone ranting on Twitter about that, and that's kind of like the woman's sixty-eight. I know, I know, but people do. People love. I think in in the absence of a natural predator, <laughs> people get have turned on like themselves. to be yeah, or like to feel. I notice people. There's there's there are people occasionally on Facebook I notice who just take offence at nothing and they quite enjoy it because it means that they think they're taking the moral high ground Mm -hmm. unless it really does matter I guess maybe it does matter more to them or something but some people do think that they're the kind of gatekeepers do you think it's a choice to be offended well it depends like I like it is I think it depends though how it hits you because obviously sometimes I'll hear things that I just think I couldn't care less who you are. I couldn't care less what you think. And then other times I'll think, okay, I'll bite. And it is that thing of sometimes I'll go, okay, I'll bite. Like there was something on Chortle recently where a guy had written a thing that I could see he was trying to be funny of, ha ha, here are eight people you'll meet when you're an open mic comedian. Mm -hmm. And they were like the born again atheist, uh, the drunk or whatever. But the first one at the top of his list, he'd called the kept woman. What's that? And the kept woman, he said, was a woman who, uh, and I noticed because I'm a Facebook friend with him, he'd also previously described as the HRT woman. And he'd written, so his 
I can't remember his wording. <laughs> like there's but not like, lots of white middle class boys out there yes. telling jokes about wanking in Star yes. Wars. Well, exactly. Uh, but exactly. And so that's it. Exactly. And so <laughs> he'd written. No, no, no. But that, exactly. And so she, he'd written. Oh, you know, she turns up to gigs. Um, he'd called her the kept woman. And, and so that was already quite kind of like, why is she kept woman? And he was like, oh, well, her, she's doing comedy as her midlife crisis while her husband gets... Um, and he didn't use she he didn't use the phrase noshed off, but it was basically her husband's getting noshed off by his PA and buying a red sports car, and she's doing comedy, and they're both having their midlife crisis. And it was like, how many more levels do you want to be offensive that you're assuming because she's you're assuming that she hasn't got a job or that she's kept by him? Yeah, you're assuming that you know she's doing it because she's unhappy and that her husband you know that there's some pa somewhere who still noshes off their boss just you know women don't need to live in this sort of world anymore so it's offensive on several levels and it's also ridiculous no but i quite like the fact that you do find it funny because it is ridiculous um And I wrote... I wonder when the last time he got noshed off was. God knows. Well, if only like, he had a red sports car and yes, a job. You know, but it was like, you know, it really was like, where have you... You know, and this guy must have been about, you know, because it was quite ageist. as You know, it was like, oh, she's not very good, but, you know, she... No one likes to tell her that she's not very good because she's so nice. And to me, it was ageist. Mm-hmm. And it was sexist. And it was just... And I just thought... And it was one of those moments where it was funny, but I thought to myself... I'll bite. Okay. And it was just a, I'll bite. And I wrote, oh, kept woman. You mean those women who are actually doing what they've always wanted to do and have possibly looked after kids and are now, you know, yeah. like, oh, pardon them for, because oh, the implication was, oh, they shouldn't be there. They're just deluded fools. And it's like, well, actually, you know. But then I, I always look at quite know. like young comics and I am, um, like every so often I think, oh, I wasn't expecting that. And when I think, oh, mm. I wasn't expecting mm. that, it's mm. when what, some 20-year-old swaggers on stage and is good. Oh, well, there's quite because a lot so that often, are good. But so often I think, mm. well, what are you going to tell me that's going to change? You know, yeah. as a woman of 41, mm. What, mm. Are you, what, are you, what are your life wisdoms going to tell mm. me that's going to change my life? Yeah. Well, I think, though, I no, I agree, but I think quite often they there's a guy called Reese James who... I quite like some of his stuff about um, he's got a bit about feminism and or something mm-hmm. like about women something. It's but I found him quite good. There's quite a lot that I think quite good that are quite young, but I think but it's you know, more you... that I find a lot of it very boring because it's not my world. Yeah. Um, but Daniel's lost. I mean, yeah. how old's Daniel? He must be. He's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely yeah. brilliant. And yes. his material yeah. on um, absolutely being gay. Have you seen that? No, no. I haven't oh, seen it's that. so good. He's like, you know, he talks about how in America people think gay is a choice. I'm not going to go mm. through it, but you know, mm-hmm. he points out that if his choice was to hang out with his best mate and play computer games and get then get sucked off, mm. or mm. spend a fortune taking girls out for dinner and going yeah. for drinks and going to the mm. theatre and going to the cinema and then mm. maybe or maybe not getting sex. Yeah. I know, you know, he yeah. knows, he yeah. knows what the choice would be. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. But he is, he's great. That's, I saw him, I didn't see him do that. I saw him do something very good on one of the American talk shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is, I think it's just a case of, I suppose it's perhaps more 20-something blokes go into it and then just purely by the law of averages there are some who 
<coughs> are all the same and then every now and then you get one who who is yeah who's i think it's a matter of intelligence really isn't it it's That's really my mum said the other day that we were watching something and you know how mum's i mean my mum's a master of complimenting me but making me feel shit mm-hmm. so um but she wasn't complimenting me that was a thing she was watching something it might be mock the week we were watching mm-hmm. and she looked at it and she went oh comedians are so clever aren't they but didn't <laughs> didn't didn't, didn't encode you in that gang. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, oh yeah. I think I think they are mother. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that would. Yeah. Oh bless. That's hilarious. But, yeah. Okay. Okay. I see what you've done there. Yeah. I salute oh, you. Yes. Yes. Well, at least you. I'm sure she didn't mean that. But I'm sure yeah. she didn't. But you know, the but comedian in me is going. Oh yes. great. Okay. Yeah, thanks yeah, a lot. Thanks yeah. a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a bit like often when you know. The minute you say to someone I'm a comedian, they go, I'll tell you who is funny. And you go, pardon? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Well, I just have it as well. The amount of times like, I've, I've, or if I've done a job and they'll be like, what do you do? I'm a comedian and I do it and I act as well. All right, what have you been in? Oh, nothing much. No, tell me. I know you probably won't have seen it. Come yeah. on, tell me, tell me. Um, I don't know. Midsummer Murders. Mm. No, I've not seen that. What else? I know. Coupling. No. Sherlock. No, I don't really watch much TV. Well, you why did you ask? Sherlock. I enjoy doing well, Sherlock. <laughs> Blinking your miss. Yes. But, you no, know. no, but yeah. But it does make me yeah. laugh that people insist oh, on yeah, yeah. you tell, giving them more information so they can go, nah, yeah. nah. Well, it's, I, I, I think, you know, again, I've had, I haven't had this that much, but occasionally that thing where people, people have sort of gone, oh, well, I'll come to a gig and tell you whether you're funny. And it's like, I didn't realise you, you yeah. <laughs> or you're going to tell me who you find funny from the narrow band of people that you know, um, from seeing them for 30 seconds when... I this is my life. I can quote most comedians' lines. Yeah. I've met them. I've I've studied this, but you're going to swoop in from fucking nowhere and 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 tell me some line and also say it wrong, yeah. like fuck up oh, the punchline. I, I can't bear that when someone comes up to you after say, "Oh, I love that joke you did about the kids when they said, yeah, yeah you know, the kids in their shorts." Mm. I said trousers. I said trousers. Yeah. Trousers is funny. Shorts isn't funny. Yeah, and it is often the word that makes it exactly make, yeah. so, makes it funny, or it's the punchline, and people go. um Oh yeah, and you just think, no, no, stop it. Yeah. But you know, but nothing worse than I can't remember doing a gig recently. Well, recently it was a couple of years ago, and I did the gig. And afterwards, this guy came up to me and he went, "Oh, um, what about if we put blind people in charge of picking up litter with their with their white sticks?" And I said. Um, there were sort of several things of a why are you telling me this but b that's adam bloom's material all right and i said both of these things oh, i wasn't rude but i just said yeah, yeah i've heard that before that's adam bloom it's very good and he was like yeah but i think you could use it and it's like go away <laughs> no, but I you can't. know but i suppose it's just an occupational hazard of anything you know anything you that's do? in the public you know domain do? yeah Oh, okay, my face. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love what you should do. Uh, my favourite one of that at the moment, partly because I haven't the heart to ask a friend of mine, because I've had, uh, why don't you be more Jewish? And you go, because, because I can't. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? You want me to, what do you, you know, what? Like, you want me to wear more sparkly stuff and, 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 con- and, and conform to all of the cliches. So you go, ah, oh, we know who you are. You're, you're Dorian from birds i mean i do avoid zebra print specifically because i'm a big fan of zebra print 
As a Scottish girl. Yes, zebra print. zebra print. I've never understood why... What is sexy about tiger print, leopard print, zebra print? Is it because you look like an animal that could run fast? I, is or... it sexy? I just like is it. it. Sexy? I like oh, okay. the, I just like the print. I think it's seen as... I like the pattern. Your shoes, in fact, are... My, my shoes are leopard print. I love your print. shoes, because yeah. I nearly bought leopard print, and then I was like, Did oh, you? Dorian, Dorian. Better, oh, really? Do Not you know on I... you, on me, because... <laughs> yeah, they'll, they look like Dorian. I um, was at the school um, the other week there, and this, it's bizarre... Um, you know how I said like um, the, the age gap between me and my husband is like 12 years. Yeah. I was at the mm. school and this woman said to me, um, we, we dropped the kids off at school and then we walked away and then um, I went back in to give mm. my son something that he'd yeah. forgotten. And on the way in, um, this girl went, oh, isn't that great that you've met someone and you're settled down again, isn't it? I mean, you're so lucky. I was kind of like... <laughs> Um, and then she, and she said she went on to say, um, he's he, he um, it's unusual for a young man to want to commit, isn't it? It's unusual for a young man to want to commit. And I was kind of like, so hang on, are you saying I'm lucky because this young man has decided yeah. that he's going to yes, sort of like settle down with a much older woman? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, like, yeah. There is an you. element of yeah, yeah. And, that, and I was, th- and you know, of course, in your head, you're like, this is all about you. I'm not, I'm not going to bite. I'm not going to bite. It's all about you. And that's it. That sometimes you just don't bite because you're like, this is about you. Or, <laughs> but the same woman know. the other day, there, when I went and dropped the kids off, I had my leopard print shoes on. She went, oh, nice shoes. Very Theresa May. What Theresa May? <laughs> like. Yeah, because that's you who you model left, yourself you on. You could have just left it with nice yeah. shoes. I'd have run but, with that but one. very true. Like, what? Yeah, because everyone models themselves on... What is she? The Home Secretary. A, yeah, the, the Home yeah. Secretary wears a crazy pair, a crazy yeah. shoe. She did wear a... Um, at the Conservative Party conference, she wore these sparkly shoes. Um, and I took umbrage at that. See, again, I bit at that as well, because I was like, she's talking about immigrants. She's talking about immigration. It's the biggest political hot potato, and everyone's gone... <laughs> Look at her shoes! Maybe she was hoping she could just click her heels together and get back to Kansas. Maybe. I don't know. It's just but very Theresa May. That's Yeah. Thanks for that, lady. That's bizarre. I'd, people do just... I think it is, though. People... It's just that thing of people say stuff, like, without their filter on. And yeah. you just go, what? You know, perhaps... Perhaps... I wonder sometimes with comedians whether people try and say stuff funny... Almost a sort of up their game. I think you might be right. I think mm. that's exactly what it is. I remember someone saying that um, she'd interviewed, a friend of mine was, is a journalist and interviewed Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm. And Gwyneth, she said to her, is it a nightmare that everyone wants to know you? And Gwyneth mm. Paltrow, and I think, you know, whatever you think of her, I think she's quite astute about her fame. I think mm. all these ones yeah. are, yeah. Uh, these ones, the, the level of fame they get to. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow said, oh, it's not annoying that they want me to know, th- uh, that, that they want to know me. What sometimes is difficult is not so much them wanting to know me as them wanting me to know them. Yes. Said, yeah. She said, so often people will say things yeah. to her so that yes. they stick in her head. Yes. And she knows mm. they're going, she's not there going, what yeah. a dick. She's going, well, yeah. I, I know what you're doing yeah. here. Yeah. And they're going, we can be friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, or, you're, or like, yeah, nice shoes. Very Theresa May Gwyneth. And she's going, okay. Yeah. And I think it's just that verbal diarrhea, but also that kind of, look at me, we could be, we're on the same wavelength, we're both being breezy. I'm being bright, I'm being breezy. <laughs> That's exactly how I am going to leave my message though, because it's like, what do, do you, because it, it is hard, because like, I feel like I very rarely left any of these people messages mm-hmm. that I've heard, but there was this one guy recently, I did leave a message and he was like, 
And he said, I really love spontaneity. And so how mm. do, I tried to prove that I was really spontaneous on my message. And that was a real kind of like, hey, go, oh, I've, hey just, hi. I've just read your message. And hey, I'm being spontaneous. I'm replying. <laughs> and I'm, did he get back to you? He did. <gasps> um, exciting. He, he didn't get back to me very quickly. And then he got back to me with something that made me go, oh, dick. Um, it was a lovely thing. He left quite a nice thing saying he he just loved new experiences and he loved life and he was Aussie and he was he managed a basketball player and some actors or something and he sounded nice and he said you know I love travel I love city breaks and I love all of that and he said I love eating I love the theatre so I was like great I love eating Um, I like breathing yes yes I know it's always that yeah yeah yeah. what kind of things are you really into and um but he he took ages to get back to me and then he he did uh and i said um oh, i just really liked your message like when we spoke because i really liked your message and he said yeah yeah it's what i do isn't it it's uh i promote so i'm good at promoting myself so i had good i had good take up from that ad and he sort oh, of no. good take up i just sort of and, and he said should we should we chat in a couple of weeks and i and we both sort of went mm. and it was like he was perfectly okay but i got maybe the impression he was i'll inundated. give him a chance maybe he doesn't know that maybe you're like the one of 20 yeah. that's gone take up take Fuck up you i oh, know take up this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like it was more he it was him it was me God. being a bit passive because he said i'll give you a ring in a few weeks yeah, um, don't and i and i and it was sort of i think it's also i am i hate to sound like a cliched rom-com but i am so scared of rejection because i haven't been out with someone for quite a while that i think the minute there's any kind of get out i take it in a kind of a this is safer oh really he, he probably he doesn't probably doesn't like me so i'll not like him quicker oh, don't do that promise me that you'll just jump in with both feet for one of them okay i will do it i'll do it do it i'll do it right and we're going to wrap up we could have talked right. all day i've had a lovely lovely time oh, had a lovely thank time you so to much you. for coming in um and and helping us with your words of wisdom thanks very well, much Juliet. I, oh have you got anyone to plug i haven't got another oh if uh if you fancy going to the camden fringe um on August the 2nd or August the 3rd, I'm doing a show about going to India to trace my roots and falling out with a friend. Uh, we were good friends and then we travel around India together. Couldn't stand each other. Uh, oh, wow. There was even a moment when I got electrocuted and she tutted. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so Juliet. I forgot. I <laughs> and I remember thinking, I'll remember this. <laughs> Turn it into a show. Yes. And you're on Twitter? Where can we find you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter. I'm at Juliet Myers and Myers is M-E-Y-E-R-S. Uh, and I'm on Facebook, but don't because I'm trying to that. drop Facebook. Off, uh, Twitter, 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 Twitter. 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 Actually, at my J U L I E T M E Y E R S. Thank you that. very much. Like something really naff. Thank you very much, Wendy Mason. <laughs>